What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mo Talks. I know it's been a minute since I released an episode. You know, school's been getting the best of me, but we back and we better. I'm here today with Zaya Papaya. Yes, and we're going to be talking to you guys about love languages. For those of you who don't know what love, what the love languages are, I believe there are five of them, right? Yeah. So that consists of words of affirmation, mm-hmm. um, physical touch, quality time, quality time, acts of service, acts of service and receiving missing. gifts. Yes, receiving gifts. So I recently took the test. Not recently, but I took the test a minute ago. But I remember my results, and I think like my top percentile was definitely um, what is it? Quality time. Mine too. Yeah. My top percentile was quality time. And what was your second one? My second one was words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And I think my third one, my third one was physical touch. Physical touch. Well, what was your least? My least was receiving gifts, but that was yeah. expected. Cause... I think so too. I think, why do you think that um, quality time was your your top? And why was receiving gifts your lease because i'm such a busy person so when it comes to like spending time with like my romantic partner or like friends and stuff like that i really value quality time with them because mm-hmm. it's like wow i finally have time to like spend time with this person and things of that nature um and it just shows how like usually i would think it was like giving gifts Cause I love to gift give. Like mm-hmm. if I haven't seen you in a while, here's a gift. But it's like I realized that I value quality time and sharing a space with someone, even if we're quiet. It's yeah. Just like, wow. Quality time. That for me, if like let's say we're talking in terms of relationship, quality time. That's my way of just getting to know who you really mm-hmm. are. So like we can me. Like, even if we're not talking, I'm still getting to know how you are by me observing what you're doing or, you know. So I think that's the biggest one for me. And definitely receiving gifts. I feel like maybe because I'm not used to taking things from people, Mm -hmm. like, I'm really reluctant to do so. Unless, you know, it's a very close friend or something like that. But that's always been something that's shaky for me. So I don't put it on a pedestal where it's like, okay, I expect a person to give me some gifts. I mean, it's nice though. It is. Like my parents used to get me gifts. I think that was the thing. Like growing up, my parents used to get me gifts. So like random. Yeah. So like Christmas and stuff like that, like my mom and my dad, they knew what they was doing. And like my uncle's the same way. Like everybody used to give me gifts. So I guess as I got older, it was kind of like, there ain't nothing That's, you can yeah. give me in this world that it's like I can't also get on my own. Mm-hmm. And it's also, I'm big on like, you don't have to get me something because it's like in my head, it's like if you get me something, I accept it. God forbid we get into something and be like, remember, I got you that. Now it's like, now I don't want you to ever get me anything. <laughs> I don't want anybody to get me anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's another thing. Like, like I don't, I would never want to put myself in a place where somebody could say, oh, well, you're in this position because I gave you that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's a dub. Exactly. Yeah. But with acts of service, how what does that look like to you? Acts of service, it's like doing little things of um like if your partner has a business, like mm-hmm. just simply posting their business or wearing their, yeah. their business stuff. Or um if you see that they had a long day from like work. 
Like just yeah. making them, you know, some food or like cleaning something up that you know they've been meaning to clean up and things of that yeah. sort. So just like watching their behaviors and seeing if they lack somewhere that you can like help fix. Yeah, lacks of, I mean, I said lacks, but acts of service was my second. And I think that it's like, it means so much more to me now because school is really like <laughs> ridiculous and I'm so busy doing work. I don't have time to even I don't have time to do anything for myself like to when I'm when I need my mind clear my space needs to be clear as well so if I don't have time to even clean up my space then my day is just it's not gonna go how I want it to go because the things around me are not in order so if someone is willing to come in and you know alleviate that stress Mm -hmm. that's what like that that means way more to me than you giving me a gift. I mean, it's meaningful gifts mm-hmm. because it shows you thinking of me, but that's if the gift is a good gift, though. That's, true. that's another thing. What about uh, physical touch? Is that important to you? Physical touch, I don't know. It's shaky for me because it's like, like, I used to think I liked PDA. Mm-hmm. And like, as I got older, I realized I just don't like, it's just, I don't know. Like, really? I noticed that with love languages it has a lot to do with like sometimes well let me not say it has a lot but sometimes it has to do with like how you were brought up Mm -hmm. and things of that nature so if you were brought up in a household where it's like there were certain things that were given to you along with certain things that weren't given to you so like what was it you were saying words of affirmation um no we were talking about physical touch so yeah with physical touch like I was used to receiving gifts. So it's kind of like with physical touch, it's like if my partner was to like hug me or something or like my friend is to hug me, it's like, okay. But I try now to like physical touch. But I noticed that like in the past when it comes to like partnerships and stuff like that, I have had people that like their first was physical touch. And it's like, I don't know Mm, how to give that to you. But we gonna try. Yeah, that's a a good thing because it's like when you're not when you don't like to be treated a certain way, Mm -hmm. then you assume your partner may not want to be treated that same way. But just like you don't like physical, like if you don't like physical touch, that could be your partner's number one, you know, love language. So it's like, how do you then like put something in your mind to be like, okay, even though I don't like this, I have to do this to cater to the person that I'm with. But you said that you liked PDA at some point in your life. I did. Like, I liked, no. you know, oh, my gosh, if we only train something, never. you're kissing me up. And I then- can. Uh, first of all, first of all, getting on the train and seeing people just kissing and just to doing too much. It's like, why, like, why do you have to do that when everybody is here? Like, you have a home, I'm assuming. You guys have somewhere that you can go privately to 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 do all of that but see i was a teen well let me not say because like now i'm 20 so it's kind of like but when i was like 15 16 it was like you know you can't i'm not having you come in my house so you could kiss me up or something but now as i got like i guess like 18 19 it was kind of like i you are not kissing me up for all these people right here no you know i don't like that even the holding hands is taking me a little minute (laughs) to get used to like i would never initiate holding hands but i do now 
But basically, depending on the person, you if you really truly have feelings for someone and they like that physical touch, yeah. you're gonna be That's a physical type of person. Because this yeah. last person I was messing with, they liked physical touch and I liked quality time. So it was kind of like, okay, we both yeah. have something in common. So it's like, okay. We could spend quality time together and while we're spending quality time, yeah. we're touching up on so like while he was playing 2K, I'm like, <laughs> I'm chilling, right? And then when I noticed he was getting stressed, I would like give him a massage or whatever, like as a way to be like, yeah, you know? But it was hard because it's like, you really pushing me to do this. It's it's just, okay. So you agreed that, you know, like a person's love language can change over time. Definitely. Do you think, what do you think? causes your love language to change i think it causes what causes it to change could be like um what you learn out of your relationship so like and that goes for platonic romantic all types of things like everybody is here to give you a lesson and it's like sometimes in one of your partnerships you might get one of your relationships you might realize that like hey i didn't give them words of encouragement because you know I'm not used to that I think you start to realize like maybe in the next relationship I'm in I should give them words of encouragement hey I didn't show this person love now I'm gonna show this person love so it's all about like learning and over a period of time you start to realize like hey like at first I liked physical touch I loved Mm -hmm. it but then I realized like sometimes it could creep people out and I realized that sometimes our love languages like I said like with family it was like I felt like I needed to do physical touch and all of that because it's like I didn't learn it so I'm trying to teach Mm -hmm. myself but then I'm realizing like it's creeping me out because it's like I'm trying Mm -hmm. but it feels awkward and it feels forced so Mm -hmm. I'm like maybe when I actually meet somebody that likes physical touch on their end yeah I can figure out how to do it without it being me being like physical touch is my love language I'm going to rub that, my my love language on you. Yeah. What do you think, like, a relationship would look like then when both people, or at least one person, knows their love language or doesn't know their love language? Like, how would that then affect the relationship if you wouldn't, if you don't even know how you want to be treated, like, how you want to be loved? I think you can analyze the dynamic in your situation. And also, um, what is it? We live in a time of social media, so it's like it's different than with our parents having to like go into social media. Like we grew up on social media, so it's kind of like things looking on social media and seeing somebody post about like love languages and like, Mm -hmm. okay, what words of affirmation could look like? And then you start to realize like, hey, this looks like me. Then you show your partner, then your partner's scrolling through like this thread and they're like, hey, that's me. So it's also, it's also that. And it's also just bringing up the conversation, hey, as a date, like let's have a game night, a couple's game night, and we just play yeah. love language quiz, and then you guys switch the computers or whatever. So if someone doesn't know their love language, like if two partners don't know their love languages, is that relationship then doomed to be like to be a failure? Is it automatically gonna fail because you guys are unaware of how you want your partner to really love you? Or I wouldn't say it's doomed. I will say that um, if communication isn't there, like, like even if you like, let's say you don't even know, like, there's such thing as love languages. It's at least you should at least try your best to 
communicate like hey what do you like what do you look for in a relationship what do you look for in your partner what can i do as your partner to make you feel satisfied to make you feel loved in this relationship Mm -hmm. what can i do when you need space what can i do when you know and if your partner has like anxiety or depression like what do i do when those times where you're just you know you're you feel like you're not yourself what can i do to make you feel like yourself so yeah it's about communication yeah and i think that love languages should also be considered when you're trying to teach yourself how to love yourself Mm -hmm. as well and just the whole concept of self-care because you know we can rely on the love languages to tell us what we want the our partners to to how we want our partners to treat us Mm -hmm. but they can also tell you how you want to like how you would want to treat yourself Mm -hmm. for me quality time is my top so i don't mind sitting in the house and just spending time with Mm -hmm. myself whether it's me writing down something or like expressing what's been going on with my week the other day like like i said school has really been like taking a toll on me lately and the other day i just sat down and i got this book it's called um what is it three three hundred writing prompts Ooh, yeah so it's like different questions and you just, you know, just mm-hmm. freely write. So I was just in the book, just writing. And I'm like, no, this really, like, this really feels mm-hmm. good. And it's a relief. And, you know, that's, I guess that could be a part of my quality time with mm-hmm. myself. As well as, I don't know how I would, you know, do acts of service. Because I would be still doing the work. You know but what I mean? mean? Love languages can intertwine. So, like, like, my love language is also quality time but Mm -hmm. also with acts of service like I know that like you said like if my space is not clear like like my space not being clear is a representation of my mind Mm -hmm. so if my room is cluttered that means that my mind is cluttered so for my like love language to myself I'll clean like I'll clean a bunch of things I'll write in my planner so like I did that yesterday I was like I need to write in my planner everything that I need to do. Mm-hmm. And it also helps you in terms of like when you write a list of things you need to do and you cross it off, it actually helps like your mind. Like, cause like, even if you feel like you didn't do anything, at least you check something off. Mm-hmm. So even if like you already did the thing of like you brush your teeth, but like just writing brush your teeth and then crossing it out, like your brain just feels like, Oh my gosh, you did something like yeah. yay you like, I'm proud of you. So it's just like that's your acts of service. Like you're helping yourself. Okay. Then you I didn't look think at it with that. satisfaction. Like, yeah. So I didn't think about it like that. But for I just thought about um you touched on it a little bit, but we were talking about like how is it that you can give someone else something if that's not how you want to be treated or that's not something you used to. So I thought about like with um physical touch again if that if it's not in your character like like i said i'm not big on the pda mm-hmm. i'm not big on yeah i'm yeah we like we could do <laughs> we could do that in our own respective yeah. places but the whole world don't need to yeah you know what i mean so but how how do you then cater to someone with that love language and someone who wants 
affection when that's not really your character? I think you have to just, just teach yourself balance. And I think that's like, we teach ourselves balance with like, okay, I need to get, I, I need to get work done, but I also need to make sure that like, I don't overwork myself. We talk about burnout. We talk about all of these things. And like this pandemic showed us that we need to balance things out. So like a thing with, um, what is it? Physical touch. Mm-hmm. Like if we're outside and you, I guess you want to do physical touch in public, we can spend time with each other at the restaurant, but we don't have to sit next to each other in the booth or at the table. We can sit across from each other. I can mm. touch your hands. I can, you know, touch your leg. Like, mm. that's it. But if you expect me to kiss, like, chill out, please. Don't do it. <laughs> I think I've gotten better at it, though. I think I've definitely gotten. I would hope so. But how sometimes I feel like our own personal feelings get in the way of, you know, how we show affection to someone and pre like past relationships. So like, let's say you were always like you were always wanting to spend time with your partner in the past Mm -hmm. and they drove you away because they didn't like that. Then you go into a new relationship and it's like you're you're um creating a space and then the partner that you're with now doesn't like that then it's like okay now i have to adjust but it's like okay i'm coming from a place where someone did not like who i was and what i was doing for them to now okay this person is asking me to do all of that okay so let's double back on uh receiving gifts i feel like in today's society a a lot of times in relationships um a guy always feels as if it's required for him to go out and spend some Mm -hmm. money for you guys to enjoy your time like if you say you want to go out or if he says he wants to go out it's expected that okay he has to spend so and so Mm -hmm. to take you here here but why can't it just be like we in the crib, but, but I think there's also confusion because then a girl could say, why you always want to be in the house? Like why you always want to be in the house. You never want to take me out. So it's a, it's a, it's a thin line a little bit. I think, yeah, it goes back to like balance. It's kind of like, okay, it's cute that, you know, we be in the house a lot, but we could still go to the park and like sit in the park mm-hmm. and watch the birds or if you're in the hood, watch the crackheads. <laughs> like, <laughs> like crackheads, I don't, though. I'm just, no, like there's a balance to it. And also along with like that, I think the problem is, especially with society is that we are taught since young that like men are always like the more dominant when it comes to things. So it's like, when it comes to a date or something, like that's what the man does. And it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, it is, I like the fact if I'm to talk to a guy and the guy is like, hey, I'm treating you to like mm-hmm. movies and dinner. It's like, okay, big shot, <laughs> okay. But it's weird for me. Cause it's like, in all aspects of my life, I'm very dominant in like, the work that I do, schoolwork, all of that. So it's like, 
But at the same time, it's like sometimes guys like to be spoiled too. Sometimes yeah. guys want to be taken out on a date. So it's like, I'll take you on a date. Yeah. I'll buy you food. Of I'll treat you stink. <laughs> you should always, it should always be a mutual thing. You know, as much as he's taking you out, you should also be wanting to and actually taking the time out to do the same. Mm-hmm. That's if they let you know, because some of these guys be so built up in their hyper masculinity they yeah but that's a yeah that's a whole different different story but what about uh words words of affirmation for me it was key because i like to be reassured you know i like to uh i I feel like reassurance brings security Mm -hmm. for me you know and for me it also just can't be words like, even if you're saying you love me, okay, that means a lot to hear it from you. But it means even more when you're showing me that you mean in what you say. So, that should, why is that not a love language? Like, how, what would you name that? Reassurance? Though? No, like, action. I guess because, like, maybe because when they did this like it was around the time where and this brings up the debate with like Mm -hmm. social media and stuff like that where it's like maybe around the time when they were doing love languages like social media wasn't prevalent Mm -hmm. now it's like the determining factor for a guy showing that he cares or like a girl showing that she cares for you is if you may see them post you or at least like your pictures or at least comment on your pictures so when you see all that, it's kind of like, okay. But I do feel like they need to update the love languages because I mm-hmm. feel like that should be something. Because it's like, you can tell me all of these words, but yeah. that don't mean anything. Like, Unless you're actually doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But yeah, I like to I like to be reassured. So the I love you, the I'm proud of you for doing this, or um, yeah, just little things like that, they build up for me. But, like I said, it has to be some action. You got to show me that action. Show me that action. I guess my question would be, Mm -hmm. was there ever a point in time where you had to hold yourself accountable when you're realizing that, like, I'm not not showing the top love language that my partner Mm. has in their thing? Like, you know, like, when was there a time where you realized that, like, I'm getting all of this love from this person, Mm -hmm. but it seems like on my end, I'm lacking. Or Mm -hmm. maybe like after you got out of the situation, you realize that like, damn, damn, I really like, I really miss that. Like (laughs) for me, I feel like there's never in a, like in terms of relationships and friendships as well, there's never been a missed opportunity for me. So like if, we break up. I don't, I'm not going to then say, damn, this is how mm-hmm. I should have. Because when I'm in a relationship, I do what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I, do I do what I'm supposed to do. I feel like um, I would say, though, that to answer the question about like a certain point, once that point, like once I see that I'm being treated the way that I want to be and mm-hmm. the way I vocalized to my partner that I want to like you know the way that i vocalize to my partner um i have no problem doing exactly what you would want you know so that goes back to the physical touch thing like i'm a quality time person so once i'm giving all the quality time 
okay, I'm going to be very affectionate towards you. I don't think it's, as long as I'm receiving what I'm receiving, I have no problem giving. Mm. But if I'm, but also I'm a giver. I'm also a giver. So if I'm giving you what you need, but I'm not getting that, then I'm going to stop. So, um, yeah, it has to be, it has to be mutual. But there's never been a time where I didn't, like, I've known that this is the person's love language and I didn't fulfill that. I could say that too. Yeah. I think for me, I guess because like now it's been like a year since I've been consistently going to therapy. So now, you know, Mm -hmm. therapists, they always want you to see everything for different (laughs) lenses. So my therapist had like shown me, I guess, in like friendships, relationships, everything where she's like, like she made me aware now. And I guess also with me, like on this like spiritual journey, like self-accountability is key. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there was a lot of times where I'm like, I know what I'm doing in this relationship. I know what I'm doing in this friendship. Like, I know, like, I I think on my end, I'm mm-hmm. doing it. I think I'm doing it well. I think I'm doing it great. Yeah. Like, they don't feel it, then I don't know what to tell them. But I realized that, like, like what I said with a lot of people that, like, I've talked to romantically. Mm-hmm. Like, they've always liked physical touch. Mm-hmm. But what's always lacked is the fact that because I'm so busy and because mm-hmm. of the fact that like I'm so lazy to like wanna you know show that it's it's kind of like yeah. but like when I realize when I realize that like that would be an issue now I pick up on it mm-hmm. it would probably make the other person like what's going on so um I've done like a lot of self accountability and yeah. it's like I guess I wouldn't say like I missed out on it I guess I will say that I realized that as much as I like quality time, mm-hmm. I'm also a solitude person. And I can say that I want quality time and things of that sort, but I haven't acted on it recently. And I guess my journey now is to like, if quality time is my thing and somebody's thing is physical touch, then I have to be assertive with that, like spend time with them. And it's going to be weird. Cause it's like, I'm used to being, I, I like staying home. Like mm-hmm. COVID showed me that I like staying home. So yeah. it's like to go see a person and like spend time with them. Like we could FaceTime, but if you don't like FaceTime, then damn. But I guess it's pushing. So along your journey of, uh, you know, holding yourself accountable. So have you found yourself in that situation where I actually have mm-hmm. and, and I, I spoke to the person I was it. literally just about <laughs> to ask you I spoke to the person about it because um I was speaking to my therapist mm-hmm. and I was telling her like of my situation and she didn't even have to say anything but I realized like what was the gray area mm-hmm. and I was like the gray area is is like because I spoke about the I told the person like hey what's your love language and he was like it's physical touch and I was like, oh, minus quality time. And like, I I wanted to always see them, but things always just didn't, it just didn't go well. So like, mm-hmm. if I wanted to see them, it was like, I would be sick. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I can't see you because I'm sick. Mm-hmm. I guess I can't see you because my stomach hurt, things of that sort. So along the months of spending time with this person and like my health was like the main issue like I was very sick 
And it was like, I couldn't see you majority of these times because I'm sick and I don't want you to take care of me. Like, yeah. that's not happening. Mm. And then I realized that, like, when we finally spent time with each other, I was like, wow, I like this. But then I realized that, like, we had a major gap from the last time we saw each other to, like, this time where we were spending time with each other for a week. And then I noticed also seeing them again, it's like, I'm noticing the gap where it's like, I like quality time, mm-hmm. but... I'm not showing you your like I'm not helping you with your love language being fulfilled. So which was but physical touch. In the time that you do spend quality time, are you like we're only spending quality time and forget the physical touch? I give the physical touch. Like I give the physical touch as best as I can. Like I said, like mm-hmm. he's playing 2K, like, you mm-hmm. know, if he, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a massage, like, you mm-hmm. know, physical physical touch. Like yeah. I'm gonna give you a yeah. hug. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna cuddle with you. But it was kind of like on my end, it's like so it was like self-accountability that hurts and I noticed like a lot of my friends like we're big on talking about like self-accountability yeah. and we're big on speaking to each other and mm-hmm. we're like hey I need advice on this or not even asking for advice but like hey this is what's going on and then we just start speaking about like hey you know I see from this end I see from your end I see from all ends how to assess it yeah. so I'm liking the self-accountability now along with love languages friendships relationships all of that like it's just blossoming I guess in the spirit of self accountability, <laughs> um, I would say that I, mm, I think that for me now, physical touch is definitely like I said before, is something that I've had to become accustomed to, and at first it was definitely a challenge because like I, I I'm not, <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 it's. It's too much sometimes. It's like, yo, it, it's too much sometimes. Like it's like I gotta can I yeah, help you? <laughs> like, especially yeah, it's just it's just too much sometimes. But I have learned that, you know, if this is what the per like this is this is gonna do something for your partner. So hey. I don't know. Physical touch for me, it's like it's just I feel like it's the hardest love language. Really? And like people that have this love language as their top, it's like how like yeah i think I someone told me that people who don't like physical touch have issues rooting from home i don't know about all of that because I, 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 I am very affectionate towards like my family especially yeah. my mom beyond affectionate <laughs> she don't know how to turn it off type affectionate so i don't think that's really the issue i think it's just like I said, sometimes it's just too much. But I think now it's at a level that I I even want to do it without yeah. even thinking that, you know, oh, my partner wants me to show them affection and physically. You, I just want to. That person got you comfortable to be like, hey, yeah. you get me out of my comfort zone. I don't know. Well, of course, I'm going to bring Zodiac signs into this. Of course. So if they want to bring up home, I mean, my mother... My mother's a cancer, mm-hmm. and like water signs are always seen as like emotional people and stuff like that. And yeah, I'm a Libra and I'm an air sign, and mm-hmm. it's like I'm very indecisive and all of that stuff. And like my mom growing up, my mom was not that like she let me not say she wasn't affectionate, but my mom was a go getter. Like, I love you, I love you, but I love you, but 
here's my way like mm-hmm. gifts was like that and then yeah. my mother's mother my grandmother my mm-hmm. grandmother's a virgo so my mom developed that go-getter mentality for my grandmother my grandma's an earth sign so it's kind of mm-hmm. like for me it's like i wouldn't say that like physical touch has to do with home it's just that like i knew i was loved mm-hmm. through the gifts i knew my mother like bake sales my mom might not be there but my grandmother was sure there my grandmother made sure that like so i think i don't know i think physical touch is just you could maybe have a phobia of people touching you (laughs) but home that's a that's a oof yeah but it's it it didn't make sense to me because it's the opposite for me like i don't know if it's necessary my mom's a virgo i don't know what that means in terms of all the stuff you're talking about. I've but. seen Virgos being affectionate, but I've also seen Virgos. I think Virgos are very balanced because, like, mm-hmm. I live, my little sister, mm-hmm. my little sister can be affectionate, like, give her a week to be affectionate. Then the next week, like, move away from her. <laughs> and she's seven and she has big personalities. So they, yeah. Mama, I don't know if it's necessarily from her being a Virgo or it's just that. Um, I'm an only child, but yeah. she, yeah, it's probably that. But my mom was definitely very affectionate. So I've never lacked in that area in terms of the home. I just feel like it's just not me in relationships. And even friendships sometimes. Like the except like the excessive <laughs> hugs for like 20 minutes. Why are we like I like the two second hugs, like the side hugs hit, but some people like, I heard people saying that like side hugs isn't showing affection. Yeah. And I'm like, what more do you want from me? No, I could give you a, I could give you a, you know, a full hug, that, but, but it'll only, it doesn't need to be. Two yeah. Don't That's, do that. That's, yeah. I mean, I do it with, I'm not going to hold you. Mm-hmm. I'm a simp, like in love. I, you want to give me a hug? You go there. <laughs> yeah. But with friends, it's like, don't do that like this isn't even how we mm-mm. yeah it's weird exactly it's weird which is weird yeah it's just i don't know about the hugging but how do you think that you can apply love languages to friendships as well man i think you can i i know i have a friend that likes to receive gifts like i mm-hmm. could she doesn't even have to tell me I don't even think she's ever told me her love language, but I can tell her love language is receiving gifts. Like mm-hmm. she likes to be spoiled. So it's like, and I like quality time. So it's like every time we hang out, I like, I'm not getting you Michael Kors like that. <laughs> like if yeah. I'm at the store and I see that there's candy that you like, then I'll get you that. And like, she's, she acknowledged that like, mm-hmm. like little things like that makes her smile. And she's the type like, if you get her something from the corner store, like she would that ass post that, like, oh my god, look what my friend got me. Yeah. So it's like it's a win-win. And then with quality time, like we're quiet and we'll be on social media and just like, hey, did you see this? So it works, but I know for some it's hard. What about you? I feel like um in terms of friend for in terms of friendships, um, quality time still remains like a love language. So I th- but you said that you guys can sit and just be on your phones. Yeah. I don't think I can do that with my friends. <laughs> like if I'm especially my best friend like if we're together and you're on your phone, I'm going to get upset and 
like why did you you said you wanted to come and spend time with me so why are you sitting here on the phone with your friends from school you know what i mean so i think is i mean the love language is probably the same with like in front in terms of friendships but some things are different depending on who the person is i don't know my best friend and i i don't know what it is but we just like that's one of the friendships where it's mm-hmm. like we just like, because we hardly see each other. And I think that has to do with, like, well, since high school. Because high school, we didn't go to we didn't go to high school together. Mm-hmm. Middle school, we went to school together. So, like, when we started to go to different high schools and we went to different colleges, it was kind of like, we have this thing where it's like, when we first see each other, okay, we catch up. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, it's like that first two hours, we catch up. Then afterwards, it's like, Okay, we caught up. Yeah, it's just like you sitting there. Hey, you hungry? You want to yeah, eat? Let's go okay. to the store and get something to eat. So it's just like it's okay. like that. But then there's some friends where it's like we're doing everything the entire time. Like, and it's like I don't know how you do it, but hey. Another thing I've noticed though is that um, as I've gotten older. With friendships, I have less time to spend, you know? So I think I even appreciate the time that we do get to spend even more. So that's the thing you were saying, like, with your best friend with the gap. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's like you guys haven't seen each other, and then you guys devote, like, the first couple of hours when you see each other to just catching up. And I think with that also, like... I have a habit of, like, I guess with the love languages, like, I feel like I could do that with my friends and my relationships. Mm -hmm. And, like, sometimes you got to separate that. Yeah. So, it's, like, that's something I'm learning. You're talking about with the quality time? Yeah. Yeah. Mm Because it's, like, I could do that long gap of not seeing my friends because my friends get busy. I be busy. But it's, like, sometimes with relationships, like, you want to be under your boo things. But it's, like, so that's something I'm learning. Like, hey... Yeah. And like you said before, like in terms of relationships, it's about communication. Mm -hmm. But not only is it about communication, but a person's willingness to learn. So you have to be able to want, you have to have the willingness to learn what it is your partner wants. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just be open to making changes if that's. Yep what it's gonna have to do all right i'm gonna go ahead and wrap up today's episode thank you zaya papaya for joining us and thank you to everyone tuning in make sure to subscribe to mo talks on whatever platform you're using to listen stay tuned for more episodes stay safe and stay blessed appreciate y'all